my god, I'm starting to shake, man. I know. Just don't open yourself up to them. Quiet, man. Do I'm not quiet. say you're starting to shake. Okay. I am don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here! Do it! Stop running! Go back in. Do not run! Go back in. Come fight me in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of them. Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark, the only podcast with a strong enough stomach to eat Aaron's spectral ass mashed potatoes. <laughs> I'm Joel Kleinberger. <laughs> That's, um, I'm Eric Hoofnagel. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get them buttery taters all up in your Good mouth, don't Lord, you, boy? dude. You know what, Eric? It's hot. It's the middle of summer. And... Just on, to keep up on theme with our boys, I'm saying that this can be our beach episode. Oh, absolutely. We are kicking back because so are the boys. Mm-hmm. No one's taking anything seriously. This episode is very silly. Yeah, we got our Hawaiian shirts on, yeah. our chakas on. Are you, are you just, I'm guessing you're actually naked. I am actually naked yeah. right now. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, <laughs> I am uh, I am nude drinking whiskey straight from the bottle. You know, that's uh it's a little off brand for day at the beach, but you know, I've had days at the beach like that. We are here on a beach episode at the Hillview Manor in Newcastle. Pennsylvania. We're in Newcastle, Pennsylvania, investigating the Hillview Manor. This place housed those unwanted from their families, those too poor to care for themselves, and the thugs from society. You had your butt pinched down there. Aaron, you're gonna spend some time down there by yourself, bud. It's yucky in here. Not exactly a place where you just wanna lay down a sleeping bag and take a nap and listen to some Kenny G. You just heard her. Get over on the other side, Aaron. Like a little kid. We're not sitting on the mat. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the Ghost Adventures crew invitation. Good ball, Aaron. Which is not a very beach town, which doesn't matter for Zach, because as he fucking kicks the doors open with his shark fin hair and his purple shades, you know he's ready to party. <laughs> oh, fuck. I started laughing so hard the minute Zach busted through those doors and came out. Shall we fashion report? Oh, hell yeah. Give me the thermometer, Aaron, real quick. Look, look at me, dude. Wow. Wow. Look at my body. Whoa. Check this out, man. Dude. You look weird, bro. His look is just so on point for being a party boy. A party boy from out of town. He, As he says, in Newcastle, it's a quaint bit of history where things harken back to a simpler time as he's just fucking, like, in his baggy <laughs> pants with his purple shades. And he's got, like, a blue flaming phoenix on his shirt. And, he, and his glasses, his gl- sunglasses look like something he stole from, like, a trendy grandma. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. This is... Honestly, Zach's like most understated t-shirt that he's ever worn, yet it it pulls you in so much more because it's so focused. It's not it's not busy. 
like uh, certain other t-shirts in this episode that we will talk about. Oh, yes. No, this one looks like a shirt I would have worn when I was 14 years old. Oh, hell yeah. And that is not a compliment. No, we didn't have... I I would have bought that shirt from Hot Top and be like, yeah, no, it's pretty cool. Oh, it looks it's pretty phoenix. sick. Looks, looks almost yeah. like a dragon. So it's almost like yeah. the rest of my shirts. Be a lot sicker. I would prefer it to be a dragon. But, you know, Phoenix is pretty cool. I, I just like, you know, like mythology and stuff. You know, it's not like a button-down dragon shirt. You know, that's like more when I wanted to do kung fu and like walk across uh, bamboo <laughs> poles and stuff. This is totally what I'm doing. <laughs> when I'm trying to save my uh, goth girlfriend. Yeah, my big titty goth girlfriend. Yeah. She's uh, she's at another school though. You haven't met her. She's she's so cool though. Yeah, she's like in a band. Her name's G- Gwindamir Felix the cat. <laughs> Gwindamir Felix the cat, dark star, and mm. uh, her tits are so big. She actually can play the guitar with her titties because they're so big. So <laughs> she doesn't need a strap. <laughs> <laughs> she just shoves it up under there. Why don't you like men? As we're going through this fucking intro with our party boy Zachy B is hard to focus because whoever is deciding on the editing at this point maybe Zach maybe Billy Tolley has the camera whipping around at a million miles an hour in like it's spinning it's like doing Dutch angles and it's like it's like a fucking roller coaster it's making me sick we're getting we're getting special effects We've got crazy high energy, Zach. Mm-hmm. They are hitting such a good, um, you know, speed with their their intros. It, oh, it's just like mm, it's aging like wine. It's just getting so wild. I would say as far as speed, maybe they could slow the fucking camera down a little bit because I feel like if I was a, a susceptible to seizures, I would have one. <laughs> yeah, especially when he's pushing the wheelchair towards the camera oh, yes. and they did two takes of it one with him pushing it towards you talking and the other where he's pushing it with an old woman sitting in it this is freaky dude the reason he's pushing an old woman around is that this place hillview manor used to be a an alms house it's one of those poor houses where you used to send society's downtrodden the thugs of society like g money and poop <laughs> G money, G money, and Poop's ancestors were there. Yes, definitely, Poop Senior, Penny Farthing, and Defecator were over there. <laughs> the old timey bundle acts. Oh, <laughs> yes, oh yes. I dare say, do you hear that, good sir? <laughs> I'd pay a penny filing for that. That's uh, brilliant. <laughs> good one. <laughs> for some reason, just like all of these other places, when it stopped being used for what it was it got turned into an old folks home once a building gets too fucked up they're just like yeah stick some olds in there they don't care yeah i think that was a wrong thing for them to done since we're on the topic of wheelchairs we're on the topic of the haunting one of the things that happened right out of the gate is an old woman tragically fell down the stairs in her wheelchair and to reenact this one of the boys like Hulk through a fucking wheelchair <laughs> as hard as they can. Oh yeah, no, some some anger was clearly taken out on that wheelchair, and also like mad disrespect to the surroundings. Like I'm sure that made some fucking marks. I just I gotta say that fucking wheelchair moment made me laugh so hard because the thought of an old woman 
<laughs> Plummeting. This is bad. This is bad. The thought of an old woman being at that speed in the wheelchair, like she was fucking evil kniveling through the hallways. It's like it's like a forty mile an hour, just like yeah. They described it in a weird way, where they're like they're like she got disoriented and then she she <laughs> fell down the stairs, and it's like. Were there witnesses? <laughs> she got disoriented because she did way too much speed. She was listening to Motley Crue. Yeah, she, she was like, I can still outrun you fuckers. <laughs> and she just fucking went for it. <laughs> now, on this stairway, there was a resident. Her name was Amanda. She was in a wheelchair. And Amanda went out to feed the birds one day. And when she came back in, she got disoriented and she fell down these steps into the Unfortunate. That was an accident. Candy Braniff, the owner. Boy. I don't know if that's how Candy dresses all the time, but I feel like she knew her audience because that is the busiest. Zach Bagan's ass shirt <laughs> I have ever seen somebody wear on this show. But also, while, while not being goth. This has none of Zach's magic in it. It just is there to keep his eyes busy and focused where they were going to be anyways on her uh, cute body, as he says. Boy, is he focused. <clears throat> and you know what? Man, I'm glad she's of age. Oh, I was so relieved. You know, normally, normally when Zach is like, I fucking a woman and like making her wildly uncomfortable. I'm like, yeah. this is not okay, Zach. But, th but because of what we have experienced at this point, I was relieved. Oh, yeah, it is. It's so good that he is not thirsting after the toes of a 12 year old girl. <laughs> Instead, her 16-year-old three-heart boy. <laughs> I think Zach's interactions with her are some of my favorite moments in this episode. Yes. This is one of Zach's favorite things to happen whenever he's talking to women is she got her butt grabbed. And of course, Zach feeling themselves you know they got the the beach vibe they're like we need a reenactment of that so they do some dramatic <laughs> like close-up yeah. shots of her like slow turning to check out her and ass. frowning looking down and frowning and just touching mm. her back back pocket like mm. why why that's rude <laughs> and then zach keeps like pushing the things like okay yeah yeah what else and she's like yeah somebody grabbed my arm and he was like yeah, so, uh, did you like it? I mean, because, uh, there's a lot of touching going on down here. You like that? Or, I mean, oh, you know, oh, I'm sorry. I met a lot of people in Vegas. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, a lot of people are into, like, some weird stuff, right? It's pretty weird. I love I love her reaction, because she, she does, like, a subtle flirt. He, yeah, she's like, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And he's like, he's like, Oh, it's gonna happen. Oh, dude. As he, like, does his qualifier of, like, oh, you know, just, yeah, because sub sub. Like, he fucking is, like, wringing his hands together and he's burying all of his teeth like he's a fucking cartoon hyena. <laughs> and then, I don't know if you noticed this, Eric. <laughs> yeah. When... When she says, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen, he fucking makes a fake-out move in the middle like, like he's about to grab that tush no. for a joke. Full, like, half-movement forward, and then he's like, 
uh, and it's like it's a little bit awkward and she's like do you want to go downstairs oh my god dude in the basement down here in the boiler room i have had my butt pinched while i was down there investigating one time you had your butt pinched down there Something that we really need to keep track of in this episode, Eric. <laughs> the baitification of Aaron. <laughs> Obviously, as far as quality of baitification, as far as how much it is tamed, Aaron, clearly this can't hold a candle. Like, he doesn't have a ball gag in his mouth. He's not being made to wear a wig. But this has the most taming per finish minute of any ghost adventures episode yet it's a lot it's a lot so first first aaron's filming when he's talking to candy and he he accidentally steps on like a big old pipe and it goes ding, ding, ding. um had consumed the whole entire width of the hallway <laughs> jumped out of nowhere Ollie. this is so inaccurate because zach's yeah. like zach's like i take out a bet Every single time we enter for lockdown, fucking Aaron's gonna trip on something and make a total ass of himself. And then Aaron's like, yeah, I usually do. <laughs> and it's like, bullshit! Zach and Nick have fallen down and, like, run into shit way more than Aaron. No, I know! Right after that, to drive home the point through the editing... Yes. Through the magic of editing. They show the the later interview with Gary and Aaron's trips over the same fucking pipe and Zach is like, but like you can tell that this is just a fucking beach episode because you can just edit that out. Like it doesn't have to be there. Oh, but it is pretty funny. It is very funny. I'm so glad they kept it. You know, I I really appreciated how, how mean Zach was to him <laughs> but also like kind of holding it back he's just like it's that level of mean where it's like you don't even need to say very much because he's already feeling really bad about himself the whole entire week the hallway Every single location we go to within the first five minutes I have these side bets that Aaron is going to bump into something and trip and it usually happens. And you just did. <laughs> did you personally see that black mass? You'd think that you would trip over it again. Again. Zach patronizes the poor boy as he's setting up X cameras in the spooky Oh hallway. my god! Oh my god, yeah. yes! We see, the, we see the beginning of the big steppin'... <laughs> action from Aaron. This is the proto big step. Yeah, he's like, "Oh wow, how did you how did you tear that that tape in half so well? How were you able to do that?" And then you what? You put it in an X pattern? Gosh, round? What's what's the process here? What what yeah. what, what, what what do you what, what what kind of skills do you have to have to make this happen? Did you use your... Oh, you take a big boy step. You take a big boy step. Oh, you took a big step. How many big steps do you have to take to make sure that's stomped down on the ground? It it really does have the energy of a kindergarten teacher who's impressed that you broke a graham cracker on the line. Like, it... 
And I don't know if you noticed this, Eric. I don't know if you picked up on this very subtle <laughs> editing beatification. Mm. Uh, did you happen to hear the music they were playing behind Aaron while he's describing this for Zach as Zach is looking down at him and patronizing um, him? I don't know. What was it like? Some like womp, 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 that sort of shit? Uh, no, it was the slave humming music that they use when they're no! incantations. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! A hundred percent. Dude, no. Dude, yep. that is... Holy <laughs> On shit. On the nose. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that is so bad. Now how does this stop? No, is there a follow-through or? Uh, this. Okay. X is done, like that. You just put your leg down and pull that. Okay, X. cool. <laughs> I want to ask you, do you think Gary is Candy's husband? No, they have different last names. I just remember being like, no way. <laughs> hey. Ow. Are you telling me that Gary, the scorpion, Kangi, <laughs> can't get whatever woman he wants? My God. He looks so much like my alcoholic uncle, Kevin, uh, who uh, I think is dead. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh. But... He looks like everybody's drunk uncle, though. Like, yeah. He, he is wearing an American flag what looks like a D-sleeved t-shirt he did himself. Like, that wasn't a tank oh, yeah. top originally. <clears throat> no. He's got his scorpion guns out, his fucking sweet one tattoo that he maybe got in the military or he got drunk one time. He's like, I just want a cool insect. Give me an insect on my arm. And he's got a fuck ball cap on. He's super hairy. And what's always surprising to me about this is this dude fucking woke up that day knowing he was going to be on national television. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That is his fucking tuxedo. It's probably the only shirt he has with no holes. Imagine him on a, a Saturday evening at home. Dude, it is a wife beater that has so much beer stains on it. <laughs> the kind of underwear <laughs> where the bottom has just fallen off, so is the nuts are just out. <laughs> the point where the, the underwear is not covering anything it's supposed to cover. Yeah, he gets up from his leather fucking couch and he's just like, Ah, damn it, the balls again! <laughs> I gotta get some more Hanes one of these years. Oh, a leather couch, huh? I mean, he got it from the side of the road. It, it had bed bugs, but he didn't care because he already had them. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he washes those sheets. So, so Zach is hitting on Candy pretty hard, and yeah. uh, they go down to the boiler room, mm -hmm. and that's where a man died of exposure while drunk. He was yeah. too drunk. And his friends found him out in the mud, and they put him in the basement, in the boiler room, and he died. Good friends. <laughs> so rough. So Don't fucking rough. Don't even throw rough. a blanket. Just like, ah, he's fine. Honestly, like, dude, we've had friends treat us like that. I mean, at least when I was really drunk around you, you at least got me into your home. That's true. I did. I would put you on the couch or something, you know, let you puke in my tub. 
or yeah. whatever. Have me go home and get my, my saucepan to scoop out the puke <laughs> from my tub because you forgot where the fucking drain was. <laughs> it's okay. Just, it just got a bunch of puke in my saucepan. I still used it. Whatever, no man. Deal. You fucking got a lot of puke in my fucking tub and, it was, and I needed to get Drano. <laughs> That's true. Oh God, that um, fucking mystery that night. <laughs> that was a. Uh, we'll we'll have to relive that for the uh, for the Patreon subscribers. Yeah. The the mystery of who puked in Eric's tub. <laughs> what a Spoiler night! Spoiler alert: It was me. But the the true mystery is in the how, not the. Yeah, who. it's it's the how and the why. <laughs> wow, that's funny. If you're curious about what me and Eric are joking about in this conversation, then check out the Come Fight Me in the Dark Patreon. We'll have bonus content, extra skits, and with enough backers, even more ghost adventures related or adjacent fun for you, our witches and warlocks. So join now. (laughs) Well, speaking of why, why is candy putting up with all this shit from Zach. Okay, for real, I think she wants Zach, and Zach is putting on the moves at really hard at this point in the boiler room, where he's like, yeah. he's like, it's pretty creepy down here. It's not the kind of place you'd like to, you know, lay down and listen to some Kenny G. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love, he, I love that, <laughs> the, he, like, that smooth music drop. Like, you know, that sometimes it's just like putting on some smooth jazz, you know, just really feeling it in my soul you know what it means you know, you know he he like looked over at her, at her and was like what was she like kenny g kenny g does anybody fuck to kenny g uh zach probably does well we do know that he has a penchant for music as in his continued attempt to win moisten candy <laughs> he when they find a piano Zach is like, oh yeah, I've been uh, playing piano since I was four oh, years old. You know, God, I could, uh, dude. it's a place of uh, Tchaikovsky, you know, uh, big names, big names. I know all the good names for piano. I know concertos. I can play a little Tchaikovsky for you. Very good. I'm impressed. <clears throat> and it's a, it's a bit. I appreciated that. It's a bit, but he a- I, I had to do a dive. Oh, shit. Our boy can actually play. Oh. He's not lying. He can absolutely play piano well enough to do okay at a high school recital. That makes me think of like how you're supposed to be able to learn how to paint uh, or draw things almost photorealistically before you can move on to making things look like shit because (laughs) hey art school man let me tell you um because once you master like the the photorealistic painting or drawing then when you move on to weirder shit you're not just a bad artist you're just a good artist making bad art And what is the difference? <laughs> no, shut up, Joel. You didn't go to fucking art school. You don't know. You're a fucking no. I no don't. I shut don't up. Know. You don't get it. Fucking philosophy major. That's right. I can ask that question. What's the difference? Because I am a philosophy major. You know what? I'll I'll refuse to answer it because I'm an artist. I'll be like, you're a 
fucking asshole. That's what they used to say. That's that's the art school. Like, you're an asshole. <laughs> you're an Listen, asshole. you don't understand. You're just an asshole. I'm starting to smell some weird stuff too. Yeah, are you smelling that? It just hit me over here. Yeah, kind of like sulfur. We can't really fault him for trying because he is trying to get up in that puss. Oh my god, he is trying. And man, is he su- he is about to succeed. She's like, oh yeah, the ghosts down here, they don't really like me. And th- and Zach's like, ooh, they don't like you, huh? I'd like you. Zach, Zach hit that. He was, he got up in there. If Gary and her weren't doing so hot, he probably did. Eric, you're assuming that Gary, the scorpion Cagney, <laughs> was not... In the corner of the room, drinking a Bud Light, being like, "Yeah, you pound that ass, no, boy." No, mm. he was he was at at his regular ass bar, <laughs> drinking the night away, pretending that he has like the Hell's Angels on his side, just talking <laughs> talking to a bartender that's not even listening, just being like, "Hey, man, that guy, the outsider, the city boy, thinks he can come in here." Touch my wife. Some fucking like out of town girl who just like came in. He's just like, hey, you know what? I used to be in a band. I played for Guns N' Roses for uh, one tour. And uh, you see the Scorpion? It's because I was Slash, Slash's friend. He was Slash. I was Scorpion. <laughs> double the door S. Door shuts because she's already left. <laughs> <laughs> and Gary's just like, it's all right. One day, one day. Hey. He looks down at his penis. You'll sting again, Scorpion. You'll sting again. <laughs> uh, just in time for him and uh, him and Zach to get back together to uh, find Jim the Ghost. That's right, because so because Gary the Scorpion has actually worked at this place when it was an old folks' home, and some asshole named Jim apparently used to give him fucking flack all the time, <laughs> and then Jim died. Yeah, and and then. Pretty interestingly, they they do a live EVP session through the walkthrough, and at first the boys are befuddled mm-hmm. because Zach is like, "Can you say your name really loud?" And they hear a noise, and this is the first time the boys have admitted to the existence of birds. Yes, yes, yes. Zach's like, "What was that? What was that?" And they're like, "Dude's a bird." He's like, yeah, but what was that? And they're like, nah, it was a bird. Nick, Nick is just full on like, bird. It's a bird, you idiot. Bird. <laughs> Which, unfortunately for Nick, Zach plays back the EVP and yes, there is a bird. But. There's also a Jim. Also a Jim saying, I'm Jim. <laughs> God, I would have loved it if he had, if it had been like that. That fucking loud and that clear and that silly. Yeah, <laughs> Jim. What I what I'm hoping with that voice is that when Ray dies, which has probably already happened from episode season one, episode three, the old man who fell backwards into oh, his house. Oh, he's definitely. Oh my god, that dude is like ten years dead by now. I'd love to hear that that fucking EVP. Like I'm Ray. Don't <laughs> got any balance. <laughs> I'm Ray. Thump. And we heard a thump. An unexplainable thump. <laughs> Raymond, can you still not stand upright? He's like, no, no, I got no balance at all. <laughs> the spirit radio. <laughs> I got, uh, I have no balance. No? No balance at all. Oh, 
tall. But they interview a girl and her mom, I guess. You and I, this is our story. You know? Yeah. So, like, this girl. It's Heidi, the mother, and the daughter, Noelle Schremer. 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 Noelle is a, a film student, uh, pretty young. Her mother is there, not to add anything. Except that they both did the exact same kind of makeup. Yeah. Which was equally bad. Oh, and I, I have a theory about that, Eric Ufnagel. Oh, have you? I think uh, Heidi has seen Ghost Adventures before, and she was like, that boy is not going to get up in my daughter. I'm going to make myself look. Every time oh, no. Zach looks at Noelle's face, he's going to look over at her mom with the same makeup and just be like, Ugh. That's funny that you'd say that because um, I think it's the exact opposite. Where yeah. she's like, dude, I'm going to meet the Zach Baggins. Mom, you need to make me look so hot. Please, you have to help me look hot. And she's like, well, I've been doing the same thing every Sunday for the last 36 <laughs> years. I'll probably do it on you too, honey. This is my church special. And it's just so over the top. Dude, you look weird, bro. Poor Noelle, obviously, she's not going to get anything from Zach, and she doesn't. Zach does not flirt with her. because her mom is right there. Do you honestly think that would stop Zach Bagans? Uh, it would at least give him pause. You know, Noelle actually has a bit going against her, though, for Zach wanting to get down. <laughs> and that is, of course, because she is... His height or taller, depending oh, man. on the angle. No, she is definitely taller than him. <laughs> she looks like the kind of girl that I would have had the biggest crush on when I was, like, just graduating high school. Oh, yeah. Be still by beating heart, Noelle. Bad makeup and all. I would have been like, oh, she makes horror films. Oh, she's a director. Oh my God, she's seven feet tall? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just felt something touch me in this area here. <laughs> You're very beautiful. You're okay. Why don't you like men? But so so what happens in this, in this clip from her movie is uh, there's a, a mysterious thumping that happens in response to the lines of dialogue from a character in her movie. And that's exactly what happened with us where, you know, we couldn't finish this scene because every time this guy did the same line, every single time this thumping would start. Yeah. There was no one in the building and there was no power on and there was no running water. It was very scary. And the only thing that was scarier was the angry, very gay assistant director fucking losing his mind. Dude, that AD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason. Quiet on the fucking set! The next bit, of course, is the haunted cafeteria scene, which is... Another moment where Zach tries to beatify Aaron. Yep. Uh, because it's the whole story is that this is used to be where it was like where they would come get their their old person slop. 
and the the ghost of the lunch lady does not like you being behind where the counter used to be. Yeah, I can imagine because like you'd be standing there as a ghost lunch lady and you're probably seeing where how everything used to be and all of a sudden you see someone like Aaron Goodwin just stepping through <laughs> all the food you just made and he's like, look at me, my butt's in the mashed potatoes, I'm a silly goose. Well, and that's the, that's my favorite part is because Zach tries to betify him, he's like, Aaron, what are you doing back there you're stepping in the salisbury steak like and zach zach gets like a sensible <laughs> chuckle and then aaron goes full mime he just like starts rubbing his ass he's like uh now i'm gonna get in these mashed potatoes you just heard her get over on the other side aaron like a little kid you just heard her now you're standing on the, on the roast beef <laughs> And I'm sitting on the mashed potatoes. <laughs> it takes a second for the joke to land, and he obviously panics. He like he closes his mouth, it gets all tight-lipped, and he kind of looks between Zach and Nick, and then they everybody starts laughing. He's like, oh, "Okay, cool. Yeah, okay, cool. Oh, fuck. All right, all right." Yeah, I, I thought the mashed potatoes on my butt was really funny. That's that's one for Aaron. Yeah, you know, he, it's so funny that even even Zach is like, "Good boy." You did good. But you know who doesn't like it? They pan over to Candy, Candy. and she is so <laughs> tired of these boys. Oh. Which is so funny because we get to see this reaction to the boys so much. We get to see fed up, cornered women, more than ghosts. The show should be called Cornered Women Adventures. <laughs> Because that's what it's mainly about. <laughs> the the show should be called Courtesy Laugh. The Zach Bagans experience. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm crying, dude. What? I don't know why. Zach, for the first time in quite a while, invites an old to be interviewed. <laughs> and she's not even dead. Hi, Peggy. Hi, how are you? You looking around? Yeah. Trip down memory lane? Oh, you better believe that. Really? Ugh. Peggy is just like, ah, oh, yeah, there are some spooky ghosts. That's it. She has a good story, I guess. Yeah, like some doors opened, some wind blew through. She was like, ooh. And then Zach's like, uh, you think it's haunted? And she's like, yeah. Really? Wow. And then something makes Zach hornier than <laughs> Candy could ever do. Yeah, yeah, he's looking at her. He's looking at her and he's like, uh, and then he just looks over the over the horizon lightly, and, he, and then, sweet lady, <laughs> there it is, fucking golf. I'm all right. <laughs> There's nobody, nobody heard about, about me. Nick is like, well, why don't we play haunted golf, bros? Let's do it. And Zach is just like, fucking yes. Yeah. Yes! And it is one of the dumbest skits they have ever thrown together. You mean the greatest skit they've ever thrown together? No! No! This is so dumb and so it's involved. Um, it's such a waste of ooh, time. It's so amazing. <laughs> I think that this is my favorite skit. It is even better than them doing the Civil War reenactment. Whoa. There's so much going on. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the Ghost Adventures crew invitational. Okay, we have to talk about it right up front because it's so pervasive through this entire skit. Oh, you mean the man they hired to be more of a beta than Aaron could ever be? You mean a prof the professional beta? How many yards we got, Caddy? Plus 20. I don't know, I completely made that up. I'm a completely terrible judge of distance, and you picked a horrible caddy, but, you know, that's your bad. I don't understand, Eric, because of legality and TV reasons. This guy is not credited, but he has a speaking role on a nationally syndicated television show. It's probably because they killed him at the end. I can't, I can't find a single thing about this boy. And I kind of love him. And I kind of hate him. He is he is a tall, lanky, curly-haired boy. Ah, uh, uh, I see, Joel. See a lot of you in there. <laughs> yeah, tall fucking, and lanky, for sure. Yeah, frizzy, frizzy-haired fucking dork who's just like, who's got his, got his chance. I feel like he's like a local comedian. We got to name him because they don't give him one. I am going to pit, I'm going to pitch a... Saul Golfenstein. <laughs> Saul Golfman. Caddy at large. Saul Golfman. Mm, I don't know, man. I might have to go with like a uh, Brandon Swingman. Brandon Swingman? Yeah. Brandon Swingman's pretty good, but Brandon Swingman also sounds like he gets pussy, which Saul Golfman does not. No, but he doesn't look like a Saul. He's like a Brandon. Bryce. Bryce. Yes. Bryce is pretty good. Absolutely. Bryce Yes. Bryce yes. Golfman. Bryce, Bryce, Bryce Golfman. The worst caddy in all of history. But it's got to be a bit, right? It is a bit. It has to be a bit. Like, they got, like, a local comedian to do this. Like, he is, like, an open micer. No. No. He is not a comedian. This is what I'm guessing. This is what I'm guessing. Okay? He worked there as a caddy, but... He knew about Ghost Adventures, and when they showed up, he's like, please let me be your caddy. I'm going to fucking make this so good. Zach asks him, like, oh, so do you, have you ever played golf board? He's like, no. And he's like, this is my moment. I've been preparing my tight five for this moment. <laughs> Back in gym class, I was another failure, right? You remember gym? Remember gym class? Man, that hits real well with the GAC. Because they have this moment of silence. Have you played golf before? Uh, not so much. In gym class, I was a miserable failure. I never got any respect there, really, you know? Bryce is really relying on the bit of, I don't know what distances are. Isn't that funny? And then everyone's just, even Aaron is just like, bro, you're not getting a tip. Bro, bro. He's loving it. He's loving it. For once, he gets to be like, he gets to bully somebody. Yeah. Which is the only thing he gets out of this because he does, they do include in this montage the string of Aaron slicing the ball. Also, <laughs> Nick cheats. Nick cheats. Yes! Nick cheats! I debunked the fact that Nick hit the ball 450 yards straight down the fairway because our high-definition cameras clearly show that Nick hit it about 100 yards to the right. It's obvious that he cheated. Hey, I'm just trying to play for real over here. And I'm going to say, this is a deeper thing. Mm. Because of how Nick is so 
free with his deception. Yeah. And we know about the whole, like, coat hanger, falling into Zack sort of thing. (laughs) Uh, Rocks being thrown. Objects flying from just over Nick's shoulder. I think this speaks poorly of Nick as an investigator and gives him away as a faker. Well, that's the thing. He's the slick back kid. He's got those fucking devil eyes, Eric, and that do. He never looks trustworthy to begin with. Your lives may be in danger. Why? You've seen things that weren't to be seen. Aaron, on his way back, driving the golf cart, (laughs) is his moment to take to the camera and be like, Hey, sup, guys. It's me, your boy, Aaron Goodwin, with my vlog. Just wanted to let everybody know that I lost on purpose to make Zach look good. Yeah, it's just what I do. It's just what, you know, that's why they pay me the big bucks. Is this yet another example, sort of fourth wall breaking moment, where just like Nick outed himself as a fucking cheater, yeah, Aaron outs himself as a fucking faker. Yeah. Because he's like, yeah, no, I like make shit up to make sure that Zach isn't mad. Which I'm assuming is 100% true. Zach seems yes. like he's a Donald Trump slash Kim Jong-un where it's like, yeah, I gotta fucking lose. Because <laughs> otherwise he's gonna fucking throw his goddamn clubs. Listen, dude, he's gonna feed me and my family to wild hogs. Because Aaron had the best swing. I don't know anything about golf. But you do, it's one of those things. I don't know anything about golf. He doesn't have the best swing. He had the best swing on camera. He had, like, he hit one really good ball, which maybe that's serendipity, or maybe that was Aaron being like, he wants to just look at the camera, just be like, yeah, I could fucking do this, okay? I could do this all day. I'm just going to make it so Zach wins, so he's not a fucking baby the rest of the day. (laughs) It's a fine strategy. Yeah, just in time for the fucking lockdown. Candy, you ready to do this? I'm ready. Come on, Candy. Lock (laughs) us in your building. Okay. And Zach wants Candy so bad, wants her approval so much, he's doing a goofy southern accent on his way in. And she's beyond patience. She gives him a half courtesy laugh, the softest fist bump ever recorded. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's got little little frail hands. She do, she she's got those bird bones for sure. If she if she was going on that wheelchair down those stairs, she would just atomize into fucking dust. <laughs> oh no. Uh, okay, so I'm just gonna throw a a miniature fashion report. You look weird, bro. The main part of what he's changed is that he's decided that now that it's dark and he's going to be indoors, it's time to put on a baseball hat. (laughs) Yeah. He hasn't worn a hat while he was complaining about how hot it was and how he was going to get a tan. He didn't wear a fucking hat at all, all day. But now that it's dark and he's indoors, (laughs) it's time to put on... A hat that's based on keeping the sun out of your eyes. Yeah, of course, because, you know, all those ghost lights, you want to be able to, like, you know, 
I don't know. There's no reason. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. No, there's no joke. There's nothing. There's no joke we can even make. There's you can't even bit your way out of this. You it's can't, too stupid. It's so fucking ridiculous. This episode has the tightest editing of all <laughs> episodes because they start full memento. Oh, yeah. Full memento edit because after the X camera walkthrough in the fucking chapel, they're like, let's see how we got here. Honestly, I loved that. I did, too. It was super cool. That was so original for what they do. Where, like, all of a sudden, they're like, we're in the chapel, and we were drawn here. How did this happen? I, I just want, like, sort of like a Blair Witch level. Like, Nick is, like, kneeling over Aaron's <laughs> dead body. Just like, no, he's dead. He's yeah. dead. And then, like, and then it just stops. And then Zach's voice is like, how did we end up here? Like, the first shot is just Aaron just like, oh, dude, should we go in there, bro? And they're like, no, we shouldn't. And then it just cuts to him dead. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't hurt me. I'm not here to be hurt. They do the, the rewind and we see, like, Nick was joking about taking a shit. And then as he was joking about taking a shit, another door across the way opens up. And then he kind of shits just a little bit. He's like, oh, my poop. So uh, my coworker was like, let's go to the river. Let's just fucking, like, call out of work. Let's go to the river. I was like, that sounds yeah. great. I'm going to watch this episode right now. So I watched mm -hmm. it while very drunk the first time. Mm -hmm. And my notes uh, are from that viewing. Um, <laughs> so one of the notes I took was Nick slams a door and another opens. <laughs> That seems to be how air works, but go off, King. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's one of those things. It's like, yeah, Nick, what a what a complicated fucking conundrum you've run into here. I wonder what could have possibly oh made that happen. God. What's wrong with you, Nick? What the f is wrong with him? I don't know, but I got one minute of tape left. Nick, what's wrong with you, dude? And this is an interesting juxtaposition because when you have a beach episode to this level where you have Bryce Golfman's ghost adventure invitational golf game and yeah. fucking Zach playing the piano and Aaron rubbing his ass and ghost mashed potatoes. Aaron tripping twice on a fucking the same pipe. Trips twice. He hits a fucking branch. They play slave humming around him. <laughs> he jumps the fucking shark. And yet the lockdown is is pretty fucking cool. Like, there's a lot of, uh, well, at least the first part, there's a lot of stuff happening. If you exclude all the EVPs, then it's okay. They fucking keep going down the hallway towards Jim's room, and Zach even feels a grab on his arm. He's like, ah, some grab my arm. And Eric, this moment <laughs> yeah. makes this... One of my favorite episodes of all time because I have never laughed harder <laughs> than when Zach, after getting grabbed on the arm, because they think they're talking to Jim, yells 
a very aggressive, Hey, Jim, what color are your pants? <laughs> There's no part of me, Eric, that was expecting that <laughs> question. So when it hit me the first time that Zach just yelled up apropos of nothing, What color are your pants? I fucking lost it. That was incredibly silly, but also the response is one of the only good EVPs in the episode. Yeah. Because the EVP goes blue. And it's like, ah, okay, okay. Pretty good. It's pretty, 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 pretty good. They do the split up. They send Aaron down to get his ass grabbed by the angry ghost into the basement. (laughs) Which, as he's getting set up, Aaron's like, oh, hey, hold on one moment. He starts running. And then they on his EVP, they get, as Zach is trying to set this up, it's like, is this the ghost of an old man warning Aaron not to run on brittle bones? <laughs> and they get, hurt your back. <laughs> Which, I have to say, uh, it's pretty on brand oh, for olds. Man. That's like, that is some straight up old stuff to say. Like the, one of the only pieces of advice I ever got from my grandfather, take care of your teeth and never run on concrete. You'll ruin your knees and your back. Also put on sunscreen. He, he did actually uh, also say that because he was mostly a melanoma. (laughs) It's like the king from the fucking Super Mario Brothers movie. He's just a big old node of just cancer. <laughs> dude. No, don't do Listen, man. No, this don't do dude. Zach and Nick are in the barber shop with one of my favorite fourth wall breaks ever. Oh my god, dude. So good. Because <laughs> uh, Nick is like, uh, hey, do you want to come in for a haircut? He, he absolutely ruins Nick's yes like he doesn't yes and his shit at all he's like why the fuck would they do that and and Nick's yeah. like well I'm just like pretending to be a barber you know you have to capture Nick's like full deadpan delivery just like <laughs> uh, uh, like he just gives up on the character he's like why would they want a haircut from you I don't know I'm just pretending to be a barber <laughs> Meanwhile, fucking Aaron is pretending to be a youth pastor where he's like down <laughs> in the fucking basement and he's like like panning between these two doors and he's like he's like, Alright, we got freedom and we got hell. Which would you choose? <laughs> and unfortunately for Aaron, he's a bad youth pastor because he chose the path to hell. Which it doesn't sound too bad down there because after he takes the uh, path to hell, he's like uh, hey, spirits, I was talking to that lunch lady. Uh, she really misses you guys. Uh, do you remember? Do you have any fond memories of good <laughs> meals there? I heard the spaghetti and meatballs were fucking off pretty the good. chain. They're pretty, pretty good. good, bro. Those pretty spaghetti and meatballs. That's a big stepping, big stepping meatballs. And they fucking get an EVP that's just like, yeah, it is. We just captured a class A EVP of a male voice saying, what up? The spirit radio is just hard for me to grasp. But Zach and Nick love it because they get a sassy lady voice next. It's like, I got a question. Oh, the smart ass. I don't know why they kept that part in because then he completely changes his tune 
because it's like, yeah, what's your question? And then they get, let us hear. And it's like, okay. Uh oh. What's your name? Oh, and it's like, this is my. Abicha. This Abicha. is my favorite part of the whole fucking episode. <laughs> yeah. We got what we sound like a smartass. Five seconds later, was this a woman reaching out? Did we just save this woman's soul? Dude, Zach gets... So first off, Zach is like, Alicia, hang on. Oh. I like that. That's that's like a girl's name. That's like... That, I like that a lot. Like like Alicia Silverstone, you know? Like, that's, that's fucking hot. It's like a hot name. And he's like... Yeah. And then he, he goes into this, like... Are, were, did we pick up this woman who's so sad she's so sad we're here to help her and we're here to let her hear and then they play the Alicia theme the, 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 the guitar music that belongs nowhere else in this episode yeah. except for when he's talking about how sad he is about Alicia being dead. We just received three consecutive responses from the same female voice who we believe to be the spirit of Alicia. It breaks your heart to hear the distress in her voice when she says, I hope that we gave her some kind of comfort by showing her that she was heard. I, uh, not that much that I b believe that it really could have. So uh, that may not be good with your script, but not, that's my personal mm -hmm. belief. Mm -hmm. It's it's a perfect transition from this like serious moment where Zach is like, "Yes, we just saved Elisa's soul." Here's the <laughs> twinkly music. Aaron <laughs> is like, "Oh." I just felt my jaw and neck muscles tension up. Bro, it feels cold. Oh my God, my face. Bro, I think I'm getting touched by a spirit. Which is funny because those are also like the early warning signs of this, of a stroke. Oh, big step in stroke. Yeah. <laughs> big step in recovery. <laughs> oh my God. And then... And then we get our our, uh, our really good uh, little, little Bill Chapel moment. Because we get a new device, quote-unquote, even though it's exactly an old device. The fucking... What is the difference? Just because it doesn't have goggles, it's the fucking word goggles, but with no goggles. It's the word goggles slash spooky speaking spell. It, yeah. yeah, it's Bill Chapel in the, you know, the vein of professional bullshittery keeps releasing vague iterations on the same technology that are just different enough for him to be like, it's new. Bill Chappell is pulling a fucking iPhone yeah. <laughs> grift exactly. on these boys where he's like, no, 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 it's totally new. It's everything you liked before, but better. And they're like, yeah, how's it better? And he's like, uh, it's not a gun and there's no goggles this time. That's right. And they're like, what's the difference between this and a spooky speaking spell? And he's like, shh, shh, shut, shut, shut up, shut up, shut up. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. No, this is very different. You know, this is more of a uh, cube, and the uh, the speaking spell is like a circle. It's a fucking PX device, not a spooky speaking spell. You luddite. It does everything. It has two thousand words in its. Databank. 2,000 words, and yet somehow it has the name Nick 
and Zach? Well, he did program him, program himself. I'm sure Nick, Zach, Aaron, Big Step In. Oh my God, it's all in there. <laughs> Magic everywhere in this bitch. So like Bill, Bill is describing this device, and he's like, he's like, you know, this is a way for the other side to just like reach out and like and communicate with us, the living. And it's a great way for us to see that these people, these things are still alive. And then <laughs> it cuts immediately to Zach going, who grabbed her ass? Whose ass did you grab? What did you do with her ass? Yeah. Hey, remember that cute chick that was down here with the, the pert little ass that I'd love to bury my face in? Who did? Who got there first, okay? Who did it? Who got his fingers in Candy's ass? Who got a piece of that candy? <laughs> well, I do want to really, 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 really want to film that. So if you thought that the sort of detective work that they did at the lighthouse... <laughs> Was anything? This is Scooby-Doo all the way. It's like, East Highway, run, hurry, prison, pain. Wait a minute. Absolutely. The person who died in here was a former inmate of the prison just outside on the East Highway who ran here in a hurry and then he died in pain because this is when they reveal it all turns out that the guy who died of exposure in the basement, that was like a, just a little an amuse-bouche earlier. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it turned out that guy was a former inmate who was a resident there who got drunk one night. And then the other tenants put him in the boiler room. I, I did enjoy, I did like the fact that like they were able to string together all of the phrases. This is another one of those pieces of equipment that's kind of stupid. But paired with the fact that, like, everything starts getting kind of angry in the basement where, like, like yeah. they keep hearing banging on the, th on the like, the, the panels and, like, the pipes start moving above them and start clanking even though there's no water on. Like, that's pretty fucking cool. Hang on, though. I'm putting on my fedora. Oh. Oh. I'm, I'm slipping on my fedora and I'm like, I'm, I'm running my fourth, my finger and my thumb right along the rim. <laughs> and I've got my hand on my katana. I'm ready. All right. Good, sir. Aaron, when they show his footage, they're like, there's no yeah, way. He couldn't have bumped it with his camera even because you could see him spazzing out. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. They're saying he couldn't have bumped it, but he could have thrown something. But when they cut from his footage to Nick's footage, Aaron's arm mm -hmm. is not touching the camera. It's up like he just threw something. It is bad. It Aaron. does not look good at all. If this was any other episode before this, I would have donned my own Ugh. fedora and stood against you. Katanas drawn oh. placed against each other because oh, no. I wouldn't think that Aaron would be a bad enough boy to do that. But now we've had the we've established it. 
Aaron has come on the record saying he would do unspeakable amounts of cheating and tomfoolery to make Zach look good. He is he is fully, fully betafied at this point. This point, he's willing to do whatever it takes to make sure his alpha stays alpha. So, Eric, I have put on my fedora and I have drawn my katana. <laughs> But there is a moment of tension between us as we stand against each other. Are we going to do battle? No. I step to your side. And I tip my hat to you, good sir. And we if we slash across this scene. Debunked. Mm, one strike. D. Second strike. Bunked. I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready to get the hell out of here. I'm out. Sure, I'm out. Get out! And then, uh, speaking of horrible edgelords, <laughs> the episode transitions to the worst thing that you could possibly transition to at the end of this great experience with a vaguely upbeat Van Halen-esque intro song dedicated to ah, Billy Tully, a.k.a. God. DJ Inferno. <laughs> and it just cuts to his greasy ass white man fucking mohawk nobody cares billy totally is like this is great i understand that it's great isn't it great zach you're great zach please let me on the show zach please please would you just please get rid of your beta i will be your beta please do you see how cool my hair is we're both dude we're both djs right nick was nick hired you as a dj he can't dj i'm dj inferno <laughs> I'm, I'm fire pimps the fucking episode ends with Zach reiterating that, yes, we did save a spirit's life tonight. Alicia, we helped you. I'm hearing you, sweetie. Ooh. Why <laughs> does Zach have to call women sweetie? Please, no. I am in your special place, sweetie. Don't call human beings sweetie. Zach's not allowed to say any cute pet name to a woman anymore it's over for him and he also can't say females he can't address <laughs> women that's the new rule zach is not allowed to reference or interact with women apparently we are putting zach on the sex offenders list he is yeah. no longer allowed to speak to women or be within 500 yards of a school <laughs> <laughs> uh, well that that's the out for the episode right there <laughs> Oh, so, Eric, shit. How do you rate this one? Fun location, not very original, but but I will say uh, we we had we we met some great people, really good interviews. Uh, EVPs suck fucking ass. The spooky speaking spell delivered pretty good, but I also feel like I don't believe it at all. As much as I hated the golf skit. It was uh, a. There was a lot of effort put into it, and like I'm, I'm obviously completely in disagreement with you. I think that uh, the addition of Bryce Golfman to the Ghost Adventures canon was one of the greatest things that's ever happened. Um, <laughs> I, I, I love, He's I such love a the golf skit. Shit. I want to see Bryce Golfman uh, just 
as their caddy forever like as they're going back like it's oh my god he's their golf caddy throughout every single episode from here on out (laughs) he's just somebody that get to move the equipment he's just like he's just always fucking up he's their new pa he might be they gotta have pas and like craft service people and shit shit. we might have figured it out i think there's just a lot to like about this experience i just wish that it didn't end with literally the most disgusting person on the planet (laughs) dj inferno there is nothing that makes me more viscerally sick than seeing Billy Tully's you, head. You cannot build you cannot build him up that much because we're gonna have to deal with him for I know. so long, dude. Witches and warlocks and Eric Hoofnagel, I am putting my foot down. My <sighs> at, my relationship with Billy Tully is a thousand percent adversarial. An X on the ground on Billy mm-hmm. Tully's face, and you are stepping on it. You're That's stepping right. on it. I'm stepping on it, and there is really, really sad slave humming while I'm doing it. <laughs> oh my god! Ah! Oh! He, Eric, he made that, that choice. So he made the choice. He was editing this episode. Billy Tully put that music in here. No. He's the worst. He's oh. the worst. And you know what? I would challenge him to fight, but that's not the point of this episode. We are here to challenge Zach Bagans to come fight us in the dark. God damn it. This is very dangerous, guys. It's like we're going in for the attack. I would be ready to perform an exorcism. Show me your power. You guys are playing with fire. Obviously, Zach is a very competitive person to the point where his friends have to figure out how to placate his pissy little mood by faking their losses to him. (laughs) Yeah. So I thought, what sport could we engage in against Zach that we could best him at? What is a competition that we could beat him at? And the answer is obviously nothing involving physicality. No, it's gaming. No. Even worse. There's a competition that Zach could not refuse because of his honor being a competitive boy, but he would never be able to beat us in for a number of reasons. Settlers of Catan. Yeah, he wouldn't be able to beat us there because we're smarter than him. (laughs) No, Eric, there's one officially licensed competition that I don't think Zach could ever beat us in. Or Aaron. And that is a hot dog eating competition. Because hot dogs are disgusting, they're unhealthy, uh, and they are phallic. Mm. So, Zach being up on stage, being challenged to eat hot dogs, <laughs> obviously he can't. He can't beat us because we are bottomless garbage people. <laughs> With no shame, we would be throating those dogs. Just <laughs> Meanwhile, Zach is just like trying to take the. Di- he's just like. Everyone's looking at him as he's just like kissing the tip of this dog. Like, no, no, no! I'm gonna take a big bite, and then everybody's like, "Oh!" And he's like, "No, I'm not gonna throw the whole thing." He's not, gonna be, he's not even gonna be able to finish one dog. It's too. He's got too much of the case of the not gays. And then Aaron obviously can't step in to help him because Aaron only eats healthy nuts. Oh my god! The only thing that might blow up in our face. 
is if Billy Tully goes up because I feel like Billy Tully could throw a bunch of dogs and he would pound them for Zach. <laughs> no! He'd be like, he'd be like, let me, let me like make him a little bit less phallic for you. And he'd just rake them over his fucking mohawk <laughs> and just cut all the hot dogs in half for him. Just, hey buddy, hey buddy, look, 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 oh look, they're not so, they're not dicks anymore. Oh, they're yeah. just like the little meat, meat snacks. Here we go. He'd fucking like baby bird it. He would like throat the dog, <laughs> chew it up, and then kind of spit it into a paste for Zach to lap up. Because that's a little oh, less. Oh no! Static. Anyways, that's my challenge. I don't think Zach could beat us in a hot dog eating competition because he's too afraid of uh, of of appearing to enjoy a penis shaped object. Well, Joel, that's fantastic. Um, because <laughs> um, while you're going for an actual challenge, um, I'm, as usual going to dig into a more psychological warfare um, mm-hmm. approach. As we have learned with the uh, the spirit radio, mm-hmm. it jumps through channels. It doesn't go randomly. We don't we don't think it goes randomly, right? It just goes in yeah. sequence. It just mm-hmm. flies through those channels. So we also know that Zach had a moment with Alicia. Enough so that he had a theme song written for Alicia that played multiple times in the episode. Mm -hmm. But you know what I heard? What? I didn't hear Alicia. I heard Aisha. Ooh. And if... You would come back with me to the year 2002. (laughs) Um, There was a viral video. Jellyman sang (laughs) Aisha um, for for all of us sad nerds. (sighs) Aisha. Yeah. Aisha. Passing me by. There she goes again. Aisha, Aisha, my, my, my. So what I'm going to do is going to cost me a lot of money. Yeah. But I'm going to go while you are preparing this whole hot dog eating contest. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to every single radio station in the area that could possibly be picked up where we're doing this hot dog eating contest and I'm going to say listen at this point in time 5pm when we start eating those hot dogs you play Jellyman singing <laughs> Aisha oh my and god because because it will be going sequentially through all of these stations Zach, while he is trying his hardest to push this phallic object in his mouth, he's gonna hear the beautiful <laughs> song. Aisha, Aisha, passing me by. And there she goes again. Aisha, Aisha, my, my, my. 
playing as it flashes through every single station, but it's all playing in sequence. Clap, clap, clap. Oh, Eric. That is, uh, that is so specific. <laughs> and... <laughs> I know, I know, I know. That is that is that is the most narrow cast challenge. <laughs> it's a meme from the like the Numa Numa era. <laughs> Zach is going to be throating or trying to throat these hot dogs and then getting embarrassed, and then his his he's gonna start wiggling. He's like, oh, what is that? I remember. I was there. In 2004. She moves, she moves, suck of breeze. I swear I cannot get her out of my Billy veins. Tolley starts singing along, preventing him from <laughs> baby birding the, the hot dogs for Zach, and then Zach just loses all momentum. He should be them Zach, I'm sorry, the music's just taking me. Passing me by. And then at that moment, Zach gets so competitive, he tries to throat one hot dog. His tiny little gag reflex just goes, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) This is great. This is this is one of the weirdest. Honestly, of all the challenges, this is very strange. You know what? You know what? I'm just going to add a little caveat on top of all of this. Uh huh. During all of this. Of Zach failing so badly miserably at eating the hot dogs. Yeah. Aaron Aaron's Aaron's pretending to not finish his hot dog. Yeah. Well, it's it's not healthy. You and I were going to town, but you know what we stopped? We stopped just short. Cuz we look over at Bryce. <laughs> and we say, "You go for it, buddy." And Bryce finishes all the hot dogs. That's right. And becomes the uber male the alpha uh, he is transformed from bryce golfman <laughs> to bryce the throat goat <laughs> hot dog and stein <laughs> giga giga chad bryce giga chad giga chad throat goat <laughs> no longer no longer will he have no imd credit imdb credit no yeah nay 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 he nay, will nay, forever nay. be known as Bryce Gigachad Throat Goat Crusher. Crusher. <laughs> that's God. That's it. That's the fucking. Yeah, out. that's fucking it, man. That's a fucking beach episode, man. Is that all you can do? Is just make some stupid little noises? Cause that's not gonna make me scream like a little girl. Dance floor is yours. Show yourself, Eric. Witches and Warlocks, thank you so fucking... This was a lot of fucking fun. Jesus. I didn't think we were going to go this hard on this episode. It was great. Dude, every time we, every time I'm like, I'm like, this episode sucks. I don't know what we're going to do. We go longer than I, than like any of I, I feel exactly the same way. Like, this is the least amount of notes I've ever taken for an episode. And this is like the most I've ever talked about an episode. <laughs> like, good it's so good. Lord. No, and, so and all my notes were indecipherable because I was <laughs> hammered when I took them. Well, speaking of getting hammered, you're going to have to bring out your hammers and picks because Ooh. next time on Ghost Adventures, 
keeping up with the theme of Zach spreading his arms wide open in a come at me bro pose in the <laughs> clip on the Discovery Discovery Plus app. They're going to Vulture Mine, which is an abandoned mine Ooh. in an abandoned ghost town in Arizona. It should be hot, spicy, and filled with old prospectors. It's kind of going back to their roots, back to uh, back to the old uh, documentary. Oh, thank so God. I'm pretty excited, and Eric. Hey, I love you, baby. I love you too. I love you. I love you, which is the warlocks. I have to go take six showers now because I'm gonna. I'm so wet. I'm fine. All right, all you witches and warlocks out there, thank you so much for listening. Eric and I, we really appreciate it. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and iTunes by searching Come Fight Me in the Dark or at CFMITD. You can check out our Patreon for exclusive bonus content like our continued Paranormal Challenge series, Come Fight Me in the Dark After Dark for all the stuff that's too hot for the pod, and new skits, and that's at CFMITD as well. Send us an email at comefightmeinthedark at gmail.com with any questions, stories, and fan art. We, We love hearing from you, so thank you so much for listening, and have a good night.